My friends, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel, the conclusion of the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons. They will speak new languages. They will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then the Lord Jesus, after he spoke to them, was taken up into heaven and took his seat at the right hand of God. But they went forth and preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word through accompanying signs. The Gospel of the Lord. There are lots of things that, shall we say, linger. The taste of a great meal, or maybe the taste of something absolutely awful. Smells, for better or worse. The memory of a particular profound experience. The love of a best friend or companion, whose presence is felt even when they're far away. The sound of a particular piece of music that might play over and over and over again to the point of annoyance sometimes. Earworms, we call them. But there are lots of things that linger even after they go. Our friendship with Jesus is a case in point. To be a friend, to be a follower of Jesus, to be a companion and a disciple means having to nurture a relationship that is at times difficult because we don't always know or understand who Jesus is or where he is. We celebrate today his ascension into heaven. There's something profoundly confusing about celebrating Jesus' departure. Maybe that's why the bishops of the United States have chosen to make the scheduling of today's feast so confusing as well. Were any of you traveling the Northeast Corridor beyond the Mason-Dixon on Thursday? Then maybe you celebrated Ascension on Thursday in some parts of the country. For everything from the Mason-Dixon line north on the East Coast and then in the province of Omaha, the state of Nebraska. The rest of the United States and a good chunk of the world celebrates Ascension this weekend. The confusion of Jesus' ascension is that desire for us to be with Jesus and for Jesus to remain with us. We hear the disciples say that often, that the disciples on the road to Emmaus, remain with us, Lord, stay with us, Lord. And Jesus desiring our presence 
As we sang Holy Thursday night, sitting with Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, stay here and keep watch with me. So there's a desire for communion with Jesus, and yet today we celebrate his taking his place in heaven. The disciples are left gazing at the sky in wonder and in confusion. Why do you look for the living among the dead, is the echo of that voice at the empty tomb on Easter morn. We have to keep our eyes on Jesus. And if that means looking up to heaven in prayer, in devotion, in adoration, so be it. But it means we also need to be looking around as well. Because the ascension also moves us. It moved the disciples that they couldn't just stand there gaping at the sky. But they had to get moving. So what does it mean to look, to look up? Literally to look for Jesus. It's the call for us as his followers, as his disciples, as his friends and companions to keep our eyes fixed, to move forward toward the kingdom of heaven. Not to get distracted or tempted by other things, but to keep fixed on that path to holiness in Jesus. His example becomes the way for us in that regard, our model. And so we have to look to him as we structure what we do and how we live. To look up, to look for Jesus means to hope. To hope for glory, as St. Paul tells us today which has to do with an attitude, with a perspective that we don't hang our heads in disillusionment or disappointment, that we don't get discouraged when things are difficult, but we hold our heads high with confidence that Jesus knows more than we. Looking and keeping our gaze fixed on Jesus is an awareness for us of his abiding presence particularly here in the Eucharist and in the other sacraments in the church. As literally Jesus says, this is my body given for you. This is my blood poured out for you. And do this in remembrance of me. That's part of how we can be thankful that Jesus reigns in heaven, but recognize that he is also here with us. And maybe it's not such an awkward place to be because of that abiding presence. And finally, that looking up and keeping our gaze, faced, fi gaze fixed on Jesus means that we're always longing and yearning for more. It's related to hope, but it's our hunger, our thirst, our craving the presence of Jesus. And with all that then means that we have a need to be people of prayer. We need to be attentive. We can't simply presume that Jesus is going to always pique our attention. We have to be deliberate about that attentiveness. Pope Francis' recent teaching in his new exhortation, Rejoice and Be Glad on the Call to Holiness that I've been talking about over the last several weeks, reminds us of the importance of prayer. He says this, Pope Francis, the Lord speaks to us in a variety of ways, at work, through others, and at every moment. 
Yet we simply cannot do without the silence of prolonged prayer, which enables us to better perceive God's language, to interpret the real meaning of the inspirations we believe we have received, to calm our anxieties, and to see the whole of our existence afresh in his light. In this way, we allow the birth of a new synthesis that springs from a life inspired by the Holy Spirit. We need to pray to keep that attentiveness, to keep that lingering effect of the presence of Jesus alive in our hearts. This weekend, as we celebrate Mother's Day, we give thanks for the love of our moms and all who are motherly in our lives. We know the love of our mothers, whether they are nearby or not. The lessons, the memories. And so even those who have gone, those whose moms have gone before them, have gone before us, the effect of that love, the abiding presence of the love of mother is never gone. And the same goes for us for Jesus. His love and his mercy are perceptible and effective even when his presence might be hard to recognize for us. And so today we're called to give thanks for that mystery. There is something mysterious of the presence of Jesus. And we need it to be so because it keeps us hoping, stretching, yearning, and longing. I'll leave you with, with one last thought from our Holy Father from his writing, reminding us of the power of that presence, difficult as it might be to accept. He writes, it is possible that even in prayer itself, we could refuse to let ourselves be confronted by the freedom of the spirit who acts as he wills. We must remember that prayerful discernment must be born of a readiness to listen to the Lord and to others, to reality itself, which always challenges us in new ways. Only if we are prepared to listen do we have the freedom to set aside our own partial or insufficient ideas, our usual habits and ways of seeing things? In this way, we become truly open to accepting a call that can shatter our security but lead us to a better life. It is not enough that everything be calm and peaceful. God may be offering us something more, but in our comfortable inadvertence, we might not recognize it. The challenge of the ascension is that things won't necessarily be easy, but we will be blessed and things will be better because that's what leads us to the kingdom of heaven. Amen.